What a feed! Try to get stick on stick, limit those assisting plays. Passes off, there's the cut, and a goal! Absolutely mind-blowing. Terrific save, she takes it and scores! They don't make excuses, they keep believing. The woman up, they get the extra possession out of the false start. And there it is, a flamethrower from the stick. They turn good defense into a goal on the other end. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Chicks with Sticks. If you did not listen to episode 30, our first part of our interview with Sydney Watson, I would suggest you go do that. This is going to be the second part. We hope you guys enjoy. Okay, um, so I now want to get into the, you know, awful stuff. Um, <laughs> we know how COVID affected our D3 season. How did it affect you and playing at the D1 level? Like, what was that like? Um, you know, COVID, I feel like hit us like it hit everyone else. I mean, However, for us, the year before COVID, we had one of our worst seasons, worst starts um, in a long time. We went three and 14 that year. And having started 2020, we were five and two by the time um, COVID finally shut everyone down. So that was tough, especially for the seniors who weren't going to be coming back. Um, now that they allowed the fifth years. Um, but I also think that shutdown like pushed us and like showed us what we were capable of. Like coming off of that prior season, people weren't thinking about us, weren't thinking about us as a potential threat to play against, weren't thinking of us as anyone really. And the start to that season showed us that we're able to prove other teams, other people wrong. We had something to prove. And then coming off the year after COVID, we ended up getting a bid in the NCAA. So, I mean, talk about a comeback three years. I mean, we were able to do everything we've been putting our minds to since the end of the three and 14 season. So, I mean, I don't want to say COVID helped us, but I mean, it, forced us to be in a mindset that we're going to be better and we're going to show everyone like we're capable of it. Right. And it can get taken away fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was one of our like sayings the next year, like play in the now, like you don't know if you're going to be able to play tomorrow or the next day. Cause I remember 2020 we played Columbia and after the game, we were like celebrating. They were crying and we were like, what are, what are they crying about? Like, that doesn't make sense. And our coach was like, oh, their season just got cut short. And I was like, what? We all were like, no, it won't happen to us. Like, it's fine. And we didn't play another game. So it was like, yikes. <laughs> oh, that is awful. Yeah. I, mm, we, oh my God. So I was supposed to graduate in 2020. So I will like never the game that we played. I mean, horrific. I don't know. So our, like the school that is our rival school and is literally like blocks away from us um, at Wilkes, they, they were having like a meeting or whatever. And I don't know, I do have like a little bit of a sixth sense. And I just knew we Mm. played probably one of the worst games of our lives. I have never like, no, Oh, oh, bad. Like so bad. And, um, so I was the only, um, I was the only senior from that year that ended up taking, well, 
sort of taking my fifth year, but um, we had a different goalie at the time because Ash was our goalie after the fact. But I remember walking off that field with her and just being like, I think we just played our last game. And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, no, because I, I think we did. And sure enough, we got on that bus and they had had our conference meeting and it was like, um, the school is Kings, but the, they were like, Kings has canceled all athletics. And I was like, I was like, I, I knew it. And it was horrible. It was horrible. I think I cried for, I don't even know yeah. how long because at the time I, I didn't know I was going to take a fifth year, but yeah, it re, you're right. It completely alters the way you play because you know, yeah. coaches they're you're like, okay, yes, I get it. Like play like every game is my last, like, okay. And then I was like, oh, but you actually have to. Like, <laughs> I was like, right, right, right. This whole new meaning, whole new meaning. Yeah, it, it's just shocking. Like no, you would never think that that would happen. Like that year in oh. the fall, a teammate and me were in a criminology class and it was like, sorry, whatever his name was, but the professor was just weird. Like <laughs> he was like, I just got back from Asia and Wuhan and there's some crazy stuff happening there like there is an outbreak of a disease and blah 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 he'd say he'd talk about this like every day and we were like dude shut up like it's not gonna get here like it doesn't matter we don't need to be talking about this <laughs> we were like hold on what he was saying was true <laughs> like um, um <laughs> I was literally in 2020 I was in a microbiology class and my professor who is a microbiologist like an award-winning microbiologist she was like we we were like what's you know what's going on with this like coronavirus thing like what's going to happen do you think it's going to come here and she was like no absolutely not and I was like lady (laughs) eat your words oh Oh my gosh and then he was like the first American came back and like landed in the Midwest had the virus like it's going to spread. We're like, shut up. Like, it's fine. It's like a flu. Like, leave it alone. Little do we all know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Crazy. It was so bad. So bad. Like, I, oh my gosh. I think we, what was that song? Okay. Again, I don't mean to reverence their talk all the time, but I just feel like I wasn't (laughs) on it until the pandemic. And then like, but there was the one song and it was like rowing the boat and our team would like had it on our warm-up CD because we thought it was like kind of funny. And it was like, oh my God, I can't remember it. But I just remember us all being like, ah, ah." yeah, (laughs) it was canceled. Yeah. Like rowing the boat. What are you talking about? Oh, I can't think. The one that's like, I sailed away to China. In a little rowboat to find you. Oh, what is it? Oh, break my stride. Yeah, gonna break my stride. No, yeah, Oh, yeah. Yep. COVID. Yeah, absolutely. And like, not even to just cancel the season. Even this year after that, like the constant testing, the being quarantined for weeks at a time. Like, we had so many players miss like two or three games just because they were quarantined. Like. Uh, yeah how did that that. how did that work for your team were you in a bubble because I mean we were not our school was not able to put us all in but like heck no (laughs) absolutely not they were like you go to the grocery store you're putting your season on your line oh my gosh so like literally we we were so like we were put into bubbles with the people we like lived with but I mean, we could still like go to the grocery or like we weren't supposed to like go out or like do anything with other people. Um, And then for the first while our team was split into 
I think two groups and we'd only practice with that one group. And then mm-hmm. at one point we were finally able to all practice together. But our coach was one of the um, few coaches that made us wear masks in games, at least D1. So like we were wearing masks in games when other teams weren't. And we were like, oh, this is going to like save us. And she was like, well, I mean, if someone on their team still comes back positive, like we're going to have to do some stuff. And we're like, hmm, interesting. So, I mean, the whole scenario was so tough. But what I did realize a positive wearing those masks in games is that you couldn't see my facial expression. So there's all those ugly, like triple chin, mouth open shots are like gone. And then the first game we didn't have to wear a mask. I saw a picture. I was like, I did not miss those. Dead. No, because like when you're playing, like it, you know, it falls down a little bit. So it really Mm -hmm. just covers up your chins. Yeah. Perfect. It was, it was legendary. And then I saw the first picture. I was like, you sure you don't want us to wear masks again? (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) Not cute. Not cute. One time when I was wearing, our coach didn't, I think it was our school, like Wilkes in general didn't make us wear masks if we were playing at home. But if the, if the other team that was coming was wearing masks, then obviously we would. But I remember one game, I just forgot about my mouth guard. I just, yeah, it's that easy. Wait, I didn't know about that. You didn't yes. mouth guard the whole game? Yes, I swear. It was against Maritime. <laughs> did not have, did not have, I walked off the field and I was like, I was like, whoa, well, well, <laughs> no one knows. That's another, another TikTok. How would they know? How would they know? That, believe me, that's so bad. I know, I know. I really could have just got beat in the mouth and then it would have been blood all over the mask. So I don't. Oh my God. That's crazy. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, it's easy to forget about. Your, your mouth's covered the whole time. Yeah, I know, so I just didn't, I literally just didn't think about it. Yeah. At all. It was I mean, also, like, I I don't know, because usually if I'm not wearing it, it's either, like, in my sports bra strap or in my sock, but I don't know where it was. Because, again, why? In the locker room. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Oh, my gosh. That's so bad. That's so funny. Yeah, our, our school is not... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say our school was not like strict about masks, but um, well, they were like on campus and like in in classrooms and stuff like that. But there was this one. I don't know if you. I mean, I know you're from Maryland, but like Stevens Tech, which is in um, New Jersey, um, they like they wore masks to like the bitter end. And when they came, it was like basically our conference made it the decision of the school. So they were like, if you want to wear masks, you can, if not, whatever. But like Steven Sack refused to play us if we weren't wearing masks on our like on our own field. Oh. And yeah. I was like, I mean, like as a goalie, I just pulled it down anyway because I was like, yeah, really coming near me. But- I mean, that's the thing though. Like I get it wearing them, but how- what if you like can't breathe? Like oh, that's what I'm falling about. down. Like a lot of times they'd fall down. Half the time I wore mine just below my nose, but like right. a lot of my teammates just put it down because they needed some air. I I don't I don't know. Right. I was gonna ask if you ever played in a game where it was raining with your mask on. No. Ooh. Oh, we did. <laughs> Never did. Oh, you're probably just breathing in water. No, literally. Waterboarded. Yeah. And actually, it was actually our first conference win in like a while. Um, 
and it, it was like pouring down rain and the masks that well I mean we had other masks but the mask that I was wearing that day was like a thick one and no. I was literally like mouth guard mask I was like sucking it in and there was like water going I was like I can't do this I <laughs> if you ever want to experience that just drench a washcloth and put it on your your mouth and try to breathe yeah that's literally what it feels like (laughs) we had our coach would call timeouts and we'd all be like yeah yeah literally literally oh my god i don't think we ever did and i'm glad we didn't because absolutely not Mm -mm. disgusting or like Okay, my neck sweats a lot, so I would get like neck sweat on the mask. Oh, and just be like, no, <laughs> so gross. Like breathing in. Oh, there's so much. There's so like, I get that you're you're saving other people from germs, but I feel like playing in the rain, playing in with your sweat, like everything that's happening. I just feel like you are just causing some kind of ecosystem to grow in like this general area, and it's just not. It's just not it. it. Yeah, seriously. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, (laughs) now that we've got all of that. (laughs) Um, So you come back from COVID, you guys are just more driven than ever. And what did, okay, first, what did you do during COVID? I mean, obviously like you can't go to a gym and everything, but like we could, still like run outside and play wall ball so you know obviously you can't I mean at the d3 level you can't like really require anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) everyone would be like you should do it but there were still people who didn't do it so what were you and your teammates doing just ensure that success like I'm sure you were on contact and like you had said you you had so much hope from those games that you were winning. And so how did, how did you come back in 2021 to go 12 and seven? So uh, a lot of times when we were off, we had workout group chats. So Mm -hmm. we'd have another small group of people. And if you did anything or like wanted to share like a specific workout you were doing with other people, we do stuff like that. We had like different, um, wall ball routines, um, like footwork stuff, running stuff. So all that stuff we do on our own while we were home. Luckily, um, my brother, um, who's going to be a senior at Stevenson, Stevenson, um, university of Maryland, um, plays lacrosse. So we could do stuff together. And then we'd also go to our high school field and do small stuff like that. Um, when we got back, it was more of having that. We don't know if we're going to get shut down again, just because like at one point the cases started rising again. So we were all like, we have to be extra careful. We don't know. Um, but just working our, working our asses off, like as hard as we can every day that we could. I mean, especially when we were starting, we were in that small group. So it was about making each other in that small group as good as possible, like helping each other out every day. And then once we all got together, it was all about finally being able to build the team chemistry to do what we needed to do, knew what we could do um, and not letting previous seasons or the doubters or haters and stuff like that um, bring us down at all because we knew we were all great lacrosse players. We were at this school for a reason. We wanted to do this. So um, pretty much just putting our minds, bodies, and energy together and um, work through any obstacle that we had at that point. Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah, that that's I amazing. Um, <laughs> I was I was just gonna ask, like, did you live on like did you live on campus and did you or did you live off campus mm-hmm. and then like stay in an apartment or did you like go home for most of the time? Um, COVID, like when yeah. when the season got shut down in 2020, we all left and we all went home. Oh, okay. okay. Um, when we got back everyone would be living in their little bubble. So me and three of my roommates, we actually lived in a house off campus um, that year anyway. So we were all, we had our own kitchen and stuff like that. So we were pretty good, but other teammates, like the freshmen would normally live in a dorm with a different sport. So that's something UConn does like when you come in so you can get to know other people, other sports. Um, Mm -hmm. But that year, they all roomed together in a different area. So they'd, a group of four of them, it would be like a, what is that called? Like a suite? Yeah. So it would be two, two in their own bathroom. So they wouldn't have yeah. to like be around other people. And for the most part, I think in the fall of that year, mm. everything was still online or something like that. Cause there wasn't anyone else on campus. So it was pretty lonely anyway, as it was. So, I mean, we, it'd be tough to be exposed, even though that did happen a few times, but yeah, as much safety precaution as could be placed were placed on us at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The hardest part, like, I mean, again, we don't have at the D3 level, like the same facilities and everything. And actually, Ash, I, no, we, we were all, our entire school was back on campus in fall of 2021. And like, I lived with two girls who, well, I lived with five people and then there were three girls, me, myself included, and then, um, that played lacrosse and then two other girls who weren't playing lacrosse. And it was like, I, then they'd be like, well, I want to go see my boyfriend. And it's, yeah. and then like the boyfriend's on, Luckily, like their boyfriend was like on the hockey team and it was just like, so everyone was like generally being cautious, but it was still like, it was still like, oh, anything we do like could really jeopardize it. But like, I think they worked it out um, at our school where like, we have a lot of girls that are, that play lacrosse, but also play hockey. And so then in general, like hockey and lacrosse were like almost like, we shared the weight room sometimes or like went right after the other. So it was like, if you were staying with those people, it was okay. So it didn't end up being that much of an issue, but still a, a liability really. Yeah, still extremely, extremely stressful time. Like, like we had to go to the grocery store walking in there with our masks on like, Oh, this could be dangerous. <laughs> like we have to eat, get so. shut down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait, Ash- first okay I was just gonna say Stevenson is in our conference <laughs> That's oh our really conference. yeah yeah they're I mean they're on the the commonwealth and we're Mac freedom but yes yeah he and- actually didn't even go there at first he went to Lewis University at first for a semester and then was like Romeoville Illinois is not it <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah I I don't even know I don't oh like I mean oh. I'm not a I'm not a big geography girl but like literally where is Illinois <laughs> I mean Chicago Chicago but like yeah <laughs> it, it, my mom had to drive up there and drive back to get his stuff and I think the drive it was over 10 hours yeah I would have been pissed as your mom I would have been like <laughs> you can drive <laughs> well like we flew him up there but like of right. course when you live in a dorm like 
stuff just collects. Like you, oh, you come oh. back with so much more. Like than four left. times the stuff you moved out. Yeah. <laughs> tragic, tragic. Um, I know what this was. I had this thought way long ago in the very beginning of this conversation, but you mentioned that, okay, so you're from Maryland. And then you said lacrosse really wasn't big here, which made me be like, really? <laughs> I was, I was thinking that too. And I was like, I just won't say anything because like, like she didn't mean it. <laughs> I, that is shocking to me. Um, out of curiosity, um, where in Maryland are you from? So yeah, that's the kicker. I'm from Calvert County. Exactly. No idea what that is. Um, so it's like an hour and 45 from like Baltimore and an hour from DC. So I'm just like very, very far down Maryland and like down here, lacrosse just wasn't it. Like when I say, oh yeah, I went to Calvert high school. People think I'm talking about Calvert hall. And I'm like, yes, well, that's, that's what I was, I have friends that were from my hometown and moved to Maryland so that their son can go, go to the hall. And so yeah. I was sitting here, I was like, yeah, <laughs> nope. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I live like two, two and a half hours from like lacrosse central in Northern Maryland. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Southern Maryland then was just like, not it. Wow. That's crazy that you can, I mean, in like the grand scheme of the entire country, two and a half hours, <laughs> isn't that far. Right. It's crazy that it can just not be that popular. That's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. Cause then you have like Northern Virginia, which is also super, super popular. Right. Lacrosse. Yeah. yeah. Like partially triangle making between those two and just not in the triangle of lacrosse. Yeah. 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 Here. So oh how, how far are you from Virginia? Um, it depends. So if I'm going to like, one of my roommates is from Herndon. So I was like an hour and 40 from her too. Mm-hmm. But I think it just depends on the part really. Cause like, I don't know how to explain like Maryland in general is like just weirdly shaped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like in a little like sock. Like if you look at like Maryland on the map, they're right next to the Chesapeake Bay yeah right next to the Chesapeake Bay there's like a little sock looking figure and I'm like in the middle of that said sock (laughs) that's how I explain it okay nice all right I understand now (laughs) a picture okay um yeah so down here lacrosse wasn't popular but in other parts of Maryland obviously extremely well I'm sure that you made an impact on it being just a little bit more popular yeah (laughs) luckily it started growing and I think a lot of people here unfortunately like end up getting stuck here like they don't end up leaving or like leaving Calvert County or going very far so being able to like get out of this county and be successful somewhere else um hopefully had an impact on like younger people whether it was athletes or just like students just seeing that they can do big things yeah. out of this small area so definitely was happy to be able to do that absolutely speaking of big things <laughs> um, sorry I love to do a good transition sometimes I'm really good at them other times I'm not and I'm like Ash you have to delete that and we're just <laughs> it hey it worked it worked <laughs> thank you um <laughs> I believe if, if my research is correct, summer of 2021, after such a great season, that's when you played for USA, right? Yeah. Um, it was, uh, fall of 2021. So yeah, after that, um, season, I got invited to their, um, 
I think it was champ. It was either champions or president's cup, um, down in Dallas, uh, Texas. That was crazy, crazy, surreal experience. I mean, like, like, I don't know, like you don't ever expect to like do something like that, especially not coming from like the UNC's or the Syracuse's and stuff like that. Like, um, coming from UConn and being able to step on the field with those amazing, amazing athletes. It was a crazy, crazy experience. And they were all so welcoming, like, um, just even like having conversation with me, like, I don't know, like you don't expect that to happen, but it was, it was awesome being there. And I mean, I had absolutely no idea that I would ever be able to put on a USA uniform and play in front of anybody. But, um, doing that was surreal and honor and it was a lot of fun. And I'm not usually like a person that's like out there. I don't like, I don't know when I don't know many people, I kind of clam up and don't talk, but, um, going there, it's like, I don't know. They like pulled out of me and it was just fun. (laughs) That's so cool. That makes me so happy because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes professional athletes get a bad rap. Yeah, I agree. Like you don't expect them to like, be welcoming or like open to having new people there but right. they were so open to it like even in the shuttle lines like cheering they were cheering for me I was like whoa <laughs> thanks literally like playing with your lacrosse tri- heroes are you kidding like we yeah. were um cool. one of our one of our coaches at Wilkes she um she played for the Baltimore ride like before they folded and um she said she like played not with Kayla trainer but like played against her or something and she was like this is like literally insane I don't know I'm so confused what's happening right now I don't know how to process this in my brain like I just couldn't even imagine like watching like the women that you idolize like in high school and like still now yeah and, and then like playing with some of them like I just can't even fathom that and like you know I like um Jenny Levy was like oh like just uh, like uh, say like who you are, like where you come from and stuff like that. And like, while we were doing another drill, a few of them came up and it was like, Kayla trainer came up to me. She's like, hi, Sydney. Like, how are you? Like I'm Kayla. And my mind was like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. How do I know you? (laughs) It's like, I do something and they'd be like, yeah, Sid, like, let's go. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You're living out your dream. Oh, that's yeah. Oh my god. Um, Were you like, were you nervous before you went? Absolutely. I got to the hotel and I was like, "Do I do I want to do this?" I'm calling my mom. I was like, "I don't know. I I think I want to come back." I'm so scared, so scared. Um, but I'm so happy I got the opportunity to do that. It was amazing. (laughs) Great. And you're the first player ever from UConn, if correct yeah okay yeah did you have like I mean did your coaches know did you have any indication before getting that I mean what email letter no it was an email I had absolutely no idea and I don't know if my head coach knew or not but she made it sound like she didn't know Mm. yeah I don't even actually know she emailed she texted me one time I was like hey did you get an email that you need to tell me about And I was like no like what are you talking about (laughs) and she was like oh Okay. And Never mind. that I was like, what, you, you can't do that. Like, what are you talking about? And I think like two Can days later, yeah, two days later, I got an email and I screenshotted it and sent it to her. And she called me right away. She was like, 
I'm so excited. Like I knew about this a few days ago and I'm like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it was cool since it was um a big recruiting weekend, all of them were there. So they all got to like watch and just support me while I was there. So that was really nice. And then my, both my parents flew down. So, and my brother flew down. So, uh, it's crazy. That's amazing. That's yeah, so great. That. That's great. Loved it. modern day Disney story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh God. And then oh. just like being able to bring like that opportunity back to UConn and just like share with the team, like what happened and like what mm-hmm. I was doing and like how it worked it was just so much fun. And I, I can't wait for like, whether it's a player, another player from UConn or like another school that's like maybe not on the maps as much as others gets to experience something like that. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, we were talking about, um, because we went over, like, you know, the NCAA tournament and whatnot, but we are talking about how, um, like, the ACC has just a chokehold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, there's no going around it. No, not at all, Mm -hmm. not at all. Our friends were, we were texting, like, over championship weekend, and one of our friends was like, well, folks, it was real fun when JMU won that one year randomly. But yeah. Maybe now. We'll never see anyone else ever. Yeah, again. no. I still can't believe that happened. Like, amazing, <laughs> amazing for them. But, like, when they made, like, you wouldn't have expected it. It was awesome to have the tables turn for a second there. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, like, throughout the entire tournament, we were like, please let there be an upset. Please. We're begging. Please let there be an upset. We might have jinxed it. No, yeah. I really, no, absolutely no. We absolutely jinxed. What was it? The Northwestern game. Uh-huh. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, <laughs> we were both yeah. We were like, "This is the upset we've been hoping for." Yes, it's the same with Maryland to BC. Like, yes. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like Maryland's got this in the bag. Like, and then it started coming back. I was like, "Oh, spoke too soon." <laughs> like, I mean, obviously. BC, UNC, absolute powerhouse teams. Oh, like, yeah. happy for them, whatever. But, like, sometimes it's just fun. We like to root for the underdog. It's just human nature. And, like, come on. <laughs> I know. Um, I literally it was like, I think I need to write a personal apology letter to North <laughs> I might have single handedly did that. No, because if you look through our texts, we're like, we're calling this right now. We called it. We put this in our bracket, whatever. Oh. And then like, and then they started coming back and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, nope. Nope. I mean, that was like in the, um, the ACC tournament. Wasn't Duke beating UNC like eight to zero or something at one point? Or was it, it wasn't Duke. Was mm-hmm. it, I don't know who it was, but they were losing by a lot and then came back and won. Yeah. Who was, it was it? in the tournament? There was, Yeah. Yes, there who was that? Duke Bert, Bert. Okay. Um, <laughs> Duke beat someone. You're right. We've also talked about that, but I can't remember. I forget, but then they started climbing back one by uh, one. It might've been UNC. I think I, you're right. No, because I, yeah. And I remember, because I feel like it, we were like, we were like, it's a bummer, but it's also like incredible that UNC could come back from like that much of a deficit. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, honestly. Okay, I'm looking it up because I wonder. Yeah, UNC's year was crazy. They had so many amazing comebacks in so many games. It was just like 
Mm-hmm. They needed it. They needed it and they got it. Yeah. It's crazy to think that they literally did not lose a single. I game. know. They, I they lost to BC in 2021 it's like never uh, not happening again <laughs> oh my god that's wild oh my gosh like i like that's just so insane to me like now what you've literally won every game now what there's no one else i you've done you're done <laughs> like what how many times they can do it now yeah mm-hmm. like my my freshman year of college um like when i played at my old school we won our our conference because it was like small or whatever and then we we in first round of um ncaa's we played plymouth state and they're not even that good but they absolutely steamrolled us and um and then i was like oh well you know we're done now and that was and that was the first game but i can't imagine like going all the way and winning every single game Mm, that's absolutely insane i mean every i think every team hopes for something like that but like half the time you're just dreaming for something that's not possible i mean like 22 games straight winning what yeah that's insane i like i was the dreaming part for sure um my my art the tournament team that i coach we have them in the beginning of season have a like a personal and a team goal and a lot of them for a team goal put win a tournament and i was like i want you i i'm so happy that you think that's possible but um I want you to be a little bit more realistic. I thought maybe like make some new friends, um, <laughs> like team goal. Like this is for all of you together. Like not, it's not you, it's not whatever, but when a tournament is a little, it's a little high, especially because we were, we were playing in an A bracket. Like we were pl- probably playing higher than we should have been. But like, I was just like, maybe just adjust a little bit. Cause I don't want you to be disappointed. No coach. We want to win. Yeah. I know. We want to win at all. <laughs> I was like, okay, bestie, whatever. We'll chew for the moon. And I love the, I love the determination. I yeah. love that they're big dreamers. Like, and you know, Ash coaches um, high schoolers. Mine, like I said before, very young. They're well, not very young. They're like going into sixth grade, but so they're they're like pretty they're young. 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 Yeah, they come up to me and then they're like, you know, if we win this, we win backpacks. Whole thing, we. Get- Free backpacks, and I'm like, here's your tag to put on the backpack. <laughs> Can you go warm up? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's all about the free things. All about the free things. Mm-hmm. No, literally, literally. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, they okay. set up Gatorade around that you guys get for free. <laughs> free hydration. Yes. <laughs> like you always have my praise and constructive criticism. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and actually, at our last, our last. Two tournaments ago, we got that, the coaches got that, oh, I'm not even putting out that NXT bag. And it's, I mean, I was like, I got this for free. Um, You as a player will not get one, but coaches got them. And I was like, they had some snacks in it and some brochures for the local wineries and whatever, but um, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) No swag for you. You can go to the Goat USA tent. Right. Literally pay, pay a lot of money for something. Go ask ask your parents. So tell us about your last season as a college lacrosse player. Um, so this past season had its ups and downs for sure. The um, the season went well for us. Um, some losses that, you know, we wish we could take back, but who else doesn't feel that way? Um, some wins that we were very glad to get, um, whether it was dominating the field or keeping it a close game, but ending up 
winning it. Um, uh, for me, I think it was the mental health piece that was keeping me like two feet on the ground at all times. Um, it was pretty tough all year. I started to actually feel like I was losing love for the game, um, which was really, really tough. Um, like stepping on the field, like wanting to play for your teammates and your coaches and stuff like that. But like having that thought or feeling in the back of your head was really, really tough. Um, but graciously got through that. Um, definitely had some great games, close games. Um, I'm overall happy with the way the season went. Of course, who doesn't wish they could go farther and keep going through the tournament, but um, wasn't our year for that. And I'm really looking forward to see what UConn does in the future. And I'm super excited to like continuously support them, communicate with them, do whatever I can to help them out no matter what. Um, but yeah, getting close to all those players, I'm really excited to see what they do in the future and coming up soon. So, yeah. That's great. I know that, I mean, I know that a lot of a lot of athletes in general struggle with that losing love for the game when you get, you know, you've, you've played it for so long, so many years and you start to feel burnout and it's hard to balance the, I want to play for my team. I want to put forth my, put forth my best effort and then be like, but I don't, my heart's not in it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely had those tough games, had those tough moments. Um, but it was about playing in the moment. Um, playing for the people around me, not trying to like think about how I may feeling at those moments, um, sharing how I felt with team or with coaches just so they knew. Um, but yeah, definitely the support got me through that. Thankfully, um, super thankful for all of them, um, for helping me through that. Um, but now that that's done, um, <clears throat> took a little break for a few weeks and then I, got the news about AU. <laughs> so yeah, I decided to sign the contract. Um, and then they asked if I could um, help them out and play with them against the USA team a couple weeks ago. And at that point I was like, Oh wow, this, this is moving really quick. I, I, oh, oh. <laughs> like it's like going into that again, when you're like super nervous, you're playing with people right. you haven't played with, not to mention like, you're playing against us who's been practicing for since a year ago, last summer. Yeah. And I've played against some of these people like, whoa, I like Shana and Sydney Preca. I played against them like my freshman and sophomore year at UConn against Florida. So I'm like, well, wow. Like they kicked our asses. Like this <laughs> is terrifying. <laughs> um, but again, they were all so welcoming. It was crazy. Like you, I, I open arms, like celebrating the little things, stuff like that, oh. like being patient with everyone. Like it was just a game. Like we had fun and that, that, what, what was, that's what was so great. I think about that, at least for me personally, is like, we had fun with it. And I like going from playing in college and it being so competitive all the time. And then going to this game, like playing to like knowing we had a day and a half of practices and got to do that and just have fun with it was awesome. And like, even having the chance to give USA a game for a little bit, like 
we got to step on the field and do that and just have fun with it. I mean, it was awesome to do. And I am so excited and, and happy I decided to do this. And I'm very excited to see what's to come for sure. Did you ever, did you ever, was there ever like a, a beat where you were like, mm, maybe I won't, maybe I won't sign it. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially coming off of like feeling like I didn't love the game anymore. Like right. I, told myself I was never going to play again. Like, that's where I was at. Mm. I was like, no, I can't. Like, I'm not enjoying it anymore. Like, I'm not having fun with it anymore. And like, how are you going to enjoy us playing a sport that you just don't enjoy anymore? I mean, it was right. just crazy. And like, after thinking about it with my family and then obviously like thinking about it with, for myself, um, doing it and then playing in that game made me realize that I am extremely excited to meet get to know be friends with all these amazing other players and getting to know them one-on-one -on -one and play next to them it's just an opportunity that so many people dream about and to have it is just I mean it's I'm honored it was just awesome yeah so you feel like you made the right decision yeah no yeah definitely definitely well, the listeners cannot see right now, but it's very obvious you made the right decision because <laughs> it's cheating, so. yeah, smiling from ear to ear. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just also for clarification for the listeners, for those, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the game that took place at Stony Brook a yes. couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. I, I actually was going to go to that game because I live in White Plains, but then I had stuff going on that night, so I couldn't, but yeah, for our listeners, um, USA played the AU teams at Stony Brook, um, which is like right around where I live. Um, but yeah, and Sydney was there, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so when does, okay, also I just have, oh, sorry, I have so many questions. So for the contract, is it just, okay, also preface, I am in law school, so I am very curious. I knew she was going to bring that up. <laughs> I do want to do sports law really bad. So I'm just curious, like, is it a year long contract? Um, what, like, uh, well, because recently the NCAA, like actually gave athletes the ability to like have rights to their own brand that they build in the schools and the NCAA can't just like take any, everything for you. So what is that like under AU? And then also, sorry, because I did research on it last week. I am curious. I know that every athlete in the AU, um, has a charity or cause that they kind of play for? Do you know what you're going to play for and support yet? Yeah, so um, I'm, the contract is just for how long the season is since it's yeah. just a shorter, and it's a shorter season this year due to the World Games. Um, and we, I, I already forget what the second question was because I'm already thinking about the third question. You're okay. <laughs> We're just wondering, um, like, um, until recently, the NCAA made the athletes, um, like, basically sign away their rights to anything um, that they claim to have their own. They're, like, not able to be sponsored. And I'm assuming that is not the same in the AU because, like, even in men's professional sports, like, obviously, athletes get contracts with other brands that they then um, advertise for. So I was just curious about that kind of thing and how that yeah. works, considering that like the AU, um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but they basically just got claimed like, um, just like something like a, an organization that is really great for public, um, 
well-being in general. So I was curious how that worked. Oh like, yeah. So like athletes, they can be sponsored by anyone. I mean, a lot of them are sponsored by like Nike, STX, Gate, um, Brian and New Balance, everything like that. And they can use that, um, build on that, um, use those, that equipment during, um, the season and stuff like that. So it doesn't affect anything, um, with that. Um, the athletes have the ability to do all of that, um, or not if they're not sponsored by anyone yet or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So it's really up to them. And then for the causes, I have decided what my cause is. It's, um, the national organization for victims of crime. So I, interned for them before and they're pretty national center for victims of crime. They support, um, all individuals who are victims of crime, victims of anything like that. They support them, um, give advice, um, and just like help them overall. Cause with crime, a lot of the times they're so focused on the, like the suspect person who did it. And it's not a lot focused on the victim of that crime. Um, so this organization is just completely focused on them, um, based out of DC, but they're also in like LA nationwide, they will support and help anyone. Um, and I also just wanted to do one that's different than other people's, um, cause not many, I don't know if many people have even heard of National Center for Victims of Crime, but I want to, <laughs> yeah, I want to like put their name out there, um, share what they do and, yeah, I'm hopefully spread some awareness for that. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I, I was going to say, it's cool that you pick something that's not like very well known because yeah. I mean, you could, you could donate money to whatever, like the, the charities that you see all the time. But I think that's really cool. And I do, I mean, literally any crime show you ever watch, it's like, we're going to catch the perp and then they put them in jail and whatever. And then it's like, yeah, but what what happens with the victim? Then? Like the they victim. they they've like they're traumatized and they are losing money trying to play pay court fees and like it's just their life is ruined and now what? Like now what for them? Yeah, they don't care like, that you put them in jail. I mean, probably exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and like the center also um, supports putting people through trainings to help trauma, like be able to talk to victims through trauma through. Uh, PTSD, things like that. So they have all of these trainings that um, people can do. Um, just like the small things, the little things in these, because, but the small things on the outside are huge to these victims that need that support and stuff like that. Right. So, yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not easy to, to become a, like a trauma therapist. That's like one of my possible goal aspirations, but yeah. like the kids and I, like I, it's not easy and it's not cheap <laughs> if you don't go to like a funded um like doctorate program or whatever it's it's not easy and i think that's amazing to even to not only help the victims themselves but to make themselves bigger to help the people who want to help the victims yeah exactly so okay, yeah. like every time okay one tip of advice if you're ever going to court make sure that you are suing to have legal fees paid for uh, just a tip so that they never have to worry about that. But also like when you are in court, because the legal process takes so long, um, like 
victims consistently have to relive their trauma every time they go and talk to a lawyer, every time that they're going to a judge, every time that they're trying to win their case. And I cannot imagine having to do that. Like there, I mean, obviously, you know this, but there's really just, there's not enough support. There's not enough people to realize that how big of an issue that is. And like, um, that's part of the reason some people don't want to go to court and sue these things. So and they just don't want to talk to anyone. They like separate themselves from society and feel like they're going to get blamed for things yeah. that aren't their fault. Yeah. yeah. It's just the little things. And that's why I like, I'm happy to bring awareness um, to this organization and to the problem itself. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely happy to um, be able to talk about them more throughout the season and stuff like that. So it's really exciting. Yeah, that's huge. That's awesome. I did want to say, this is backtracking a little bit and I probably will even cut this out, but when you're talking about being sponsored by like Nike and Brian and Adidas and whatever, I just, I don't, I don't know why. And I just wish I could ask her, why is Charlotte North sponsored by Pennzoil? I don't understand. (laughs) It's probably one of those things that like she wanted to get as yeah, like as many sponsorships and as many like ways to get your name out as possible. And I mean, like she is so popular with like young girls and like stuff yeah. like that. I mean, who knows where that could go, I guess. And I mean, like also to be like a woman, woman's lacrosse player and get sponsored by yeah, e- even a random brand. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess get your name out anyway. Right. And that's, that's what I said because I mean, maybe it is because like, yeah, true. Maybe it is because like, you know, every like Nike's sponsoring people, Barstool sponsoring people, but like, I'm sure that Pennzoil probably doesn't have a lot. Like I just saw today they posted and there was like three different athletes on it and Charlotte was one of them, but like, mm-hmm. uh, why not put your name out there in like a place that isn't typically, I mean, what does oil have to do with, you know, sports, but like, besides if you're playing NASCAR or whatever, <laughs> yeah, playing I'm pretty sure she drives a Jeep. So she probably needs, you know, well, oil changes frequently. <laughs> Um, no hate though. I wish I had a Jeep, but, um, I like, I, I, I think that's, I mean, if that's what she was doing, if that was her goal to like put her name in a place, a space that's not, you know, common for athletes, I think that's awesome. And that's great. Yeah, definitely smart for her. No, no, sure. So what's next for you? Yeah. You know, I've been pushing like back the whole, like, full-time job until I'm finished with the league because I'm like I'm not gonna like (laughs) be able to do anything over the course of this so um I don't know I really don't and I hope I need to figure that out um ASAP (laughs) um but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna see absolutely I feel like I mean college students in general College student athletes are just like no to the yeah. lady. <laughs> so he said full time job. Nah, I think I'm gonna go to law school. Yeah, yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> I was like, we will. I'm as far off as possible, please. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, lucky for you, you have a lot of skills you can share. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I don't know. I mean, I have you ever, have you ever thought about coaching? Do you think that's like something you would like to do in your future or no? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, fair enough. I mean, 
I'm already kind of done and I've been doing it for like three years and that's it. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't think I could do it. I really don't. It's hard to, I mean, wow. I'm just really breaking into the headspace of every coach I've ever had, but I just feel like it's hard to watch someone do something wrong and them not understand, not fix their mistakes. And you're like, just do it the way that I'm telling you. And it will be better. I promise. I couldn't agree with you more. I I'm just like, you like, you show someone how to do something and it's like, not it. And I'm like, I don't know how else to, to explain. Right. And I can't to do. Right I now. cannot sugarcoat it anymore. I'm just, I'm telling you what needs to be done and you yeah. have to do it. This is all, that's all I can do. I yeah. Do. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I also just like, don't have patience, very low patience. So I also think yeah. that's really bad to have when it has to do with coaching. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, yeah. also, I guess you meet the right, like, group of people, the right colleagues, like, anything is possible. So, right. I mean, if that, an opportunity like that comes my way and it, like, works out, then, I mean, I'll give it a try. I'm not going to, like, turn anything down or anything. I'm going to obviously, like, look into every opportunity. But, right, yeah, I, and- as of right now, I, I don't think so. I was going to say, even if you did like, you know, clinics, like day clinics here and there, like the, the team that I used to coach for, um, one of our, one of our, um, volunteer, like assistant coaches who played with Delaney, um, she went to high school with Sam Puzo Mm -hmm. and we got her to come to one of our, our, um, like it was like a, just for a day, it was a clinic. And I think they paid her almost four grand. So just for a day. And I was like, (laughs) that's where it's at (laughs) yeah exactly it's just for a day and it's probably like little kids so you're barely doing anything you don't have to yell at them you're just like you're doing great looks great pray to like this sure whatever you're like okay catch the ball like it's an egg (laughs) give with it you don't want the egg to break yes Yes. literally oh my gosh yeah like yeah well i i really think that's about it oh wait i do have like rapid like a couple like random I don't want to say rapid fire because they don't have to be rapid fire but <laughs> I'm like, like what is that? um no so one are you sponsored by anyone yet no if you could be sponsored by someone who do you think you would want to be sponsored by that's so tough because I feel like I would say Nike just because mm-hmm. like it's Nike and that's right awesome. I also use a gate stick all the time okay so that could be it too Mm -hmm. but I mean I think also having like being sponsored by someone or like a brand that's like not as out there also could be cool to like bring more people looking in that direction I I don't know I'd be open to like anything so Mm -hmm. yeah Uh that was my next question. Um, what stick do you have or which stick do you like love? Um, out of curiosity. Yeah, I use a gate stick, my draw stick. Actually, I use it all the time. Like a lot of people take the draw with their stick and switch it out with a different one, but I use the draw stick the entire game. Nice. Yeah. I was, um, like, I don't, help her with the draw stick like yeah. I would yeah, she was the player. I was, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was and then I would always be like playing with draw stick and then I remember like the first 
Like our coach didn't tell me I was doing it. And so I did not pick up the draw stick at all, ever, <laughs> not once. And then I went to, cause then I had it in the game cause there wasn't enough time for me to change it. And yeah. I went to throw it and I was like, <laughs> that is the worst pass I've ever made in my entire life. I was like, that. That was embarrassing. Yeah. A, f- uh, a few people in our yeah. Uh, yeah, UConn did the switch. And I remember being with one of the defenders because our, on our team, a defender did it. And she was like, don't pass to me. Don't do no one pass to me. <laughs> it was so funny. Cause I'm looking at her like, you're crazy. Like I play with this all the time. And she's like, no, 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 no. So I was cool. like, Hey, I'm going to need to practice with this. Like a little bit because that was bad. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I feel like no one ends up practicing with the draw stick. Even if they're stuck with, it. I've never heard of anyone practicing with the stick. Which, I mean, it just seems illogical to not do that. But actually, I, I have our school's draw stick right now because I, I was using it to warm up one of my goalies because I, like, left mine in the locker room or something. And I still have it. And I'm going to give it back. But, like, I, I love it now. And I think it's, um mm-hmm. I think it's Brian. But it's, I love, like, I love, like, the high pocket. And I've gotten so good at, like, aiming with it. And I'm like, <laughs> dang, I wish I played attack. <laughs> Play mid, play midfield. Yeah, yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> well, I'm just a goalie coach now. Like, I need to, you know, be able to aim to like warm up goalies and stuff. And I'm like, I've like gotten pretty decent at it. And I was like, dang, I wish I um tried <laughs> like any other time, any anything else besides. I mean, I played defense, but like, you know, I wasn't, you know, scoring or anything like that. But. Yeah, I literally like, um, I mean, I played everything when I was younger, but then I, my like last two years of college, cause I went to, when I was in high school, played like attacked did some midfield because our coach knew that I could run and came to college and my coach was like defense. And I was like, okay. And then my coach later, we had a different coach later on, but she was like, oh, she can run. And <laughs> I was on midfield and <laughs> and I was just wait again see thought thought process gone gone completely I have no idea where that was (laughs) not I don't um it's bad it's so bad I have no idea um I was just gonna pick up pick up kind of where you left off then um that's why Delaney and I were like were like as if we're not friends anymore like the perfect like exercise friends because I love lifting. And so when we would go to the gym, I would like, you know, make our lifts and like push her to like lift more and stuff. And she'd be like, come on, let's do, let's just do a mile. And I'm like, I hate you, bitch. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Exactly what it was like. Um, oh my God. Oh, wait. Mm. Oh, talking about warming up the goalies. Well, Okay, so I always played defense and like I scored a couple times when I was on mid, like it was fine. I was just like, I'm I'm doing my best out here, like whatever. And I was like, I will go for that ground ball every time, but I'm not, I'm not shooting. Um, but I like now when my teams like the coaches will be like, Oh, you want to warm up the goalies? And then I'm like, I go over and I'm like, because I also coach a, a JV team near here, and I'm, I love the goalie on our team. She's so sweet, like super talented. I adore her. And I'd be like, Katie, listen, I am so sorry. I was like, I will go switch out with the other coach if you want. She's like, no, I like when you're over here. And I'm like, I can't shoot. Like, this is a warm up. Like, yeah, but, but like in a game, you don't know where someone's going to shoot. So it's um, better to like not know where it's going. Well, she never knows where it's going. We should accomplish. It's funny. Um, oh, other questions. Um, 
quick, like, do you have any game day rituals and like, what do you listen to to hype you up? Like what's your go-to hype up song? That's a great question because I have no idea. (laughs) I have the weirdest music taste. Like I'll listen to like anything, like even if it's like sad music, like I'll still listen to it no matter what. Like, yeah, it's really weird. Um, I like big booty mixes. That's those are pretty good. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> I love big booty. Yeah, so those those are really good. And then pregame rituals. When I was at school, I braided people's hair, so I was okay. like a big hair braider. And then, um, obviously, like I was keen on getting my ankles taped or whatever, like at a mm-hmm. specific time. Like it had to be really early on my because on my right ankle I actually played with a soft cast on <laughs> so oh, wow. I had it had to have time to like get hard and like do all that so getting that done really early was definitely a specific thing I needed to do every game yeah but nothing nothing like crazy cool which is unfortunate maybe I'll maybe I'll get something in the future <laughs> that's all right that's all right <laughs> Do you have any advice um, for young lacrosse players or young athletes in general? For sure. So I I would say like, no matter where you're coming from, whether you're coming from a recruiting hotspot or recruiting like lower spot, like not many people are looking there. Do everything like as hard as you can, like whether it's going to camps as much as you can, showing your talent to as many people as possible, um, getting your name out there to like other coaches, no matter where you're from if coaches are constantly hearing from you, they're going to have to end up looking at you or remembering your name or talking about you to other people. So like for me, like coming from a place where recruiting wasn't that popular, um, I had to work harder than other people. You had to do a bunch of different things. So I would say like, if you put your mind to it, do it no matter where you're from, no matter what your skill level, no matter how good you think you are, put in 100% effort every day all the time and you will get where you want to go for sure I love that yeah that's great advice um I know we talk about this I feel like we talk about this a lot um but like we I tell my I mean I know Delaney's are a little bit younger but I tell our my tournament girls like coaches are watching literally everything they could they could buy your or watch your film or whatever and just watch you play like that's not why they come to recruit that's not why they come to tournaments they watch how you act with your team with your coaches I was talking to a coach like this weekend that said they were watching the way a girl interacted with her parents after the game I was like no I don't want her on my team they look at everything Everything. even like attack or d they look at what you're up to like when the ball's on the opposite side of the field like are you talking to your players are you communicating are you paying attention right like little things like that Mm -hmm. all of it is so important so yeah i had to we had to pull one of our um defense to play attack this weekend because it was like really really hot and we were just kind of subbing everyone everywhere and she was like i don't know how to play attack like she said that on the field and i was like you better you better hope there's not a coach here and also you just told everybody on the field (laughs) you don't know how to play attack so they're not gonna even gonna play defense on you yep Mm -hmm. yeah they just don't realize how those little things are picked up on just so easily and it's like even if a coach likes how you are in lacrosse if they like you enough they're gonna watch other things like the Mm -hmm. UConn coaches for me my sophomore year they came to one of my high school like state soccer games and watched that Really? So like, 
Yeah. And I didn't even know they were there until like after the fact, like, I don't even know if they texted me or not. Like my parents said that they were there or something like that, but like, yeah, if they're around, they're going to come and watch you do other things if you do other things. So it's like, you have to be on the ball, like all the time, like play true, play yourself. Like, yeah. And, and they don't have to tell you that they're there. No. No, they it could not. really just be a surprise. Yep. And then they stop talking to you and you're like, yeah. what the heck? And you're like, oh, well, it's because probably because you were yelling at your coach at your soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. Getting ghosted by your recruiting coaches. <laughs> yeah, literally. Even yeah. when I'm emailing schools about um, being a GA and they just don't even answer me. <laughs> All right. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's, anyway. yeah, that's how corporate world works too. So yeah. <laughs> Shot in the dark. <laughs> I'm so excited for my future. All right. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, well, well, thank you so much for interviewing with us. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And time flew by too. No, what? oh my God. It's been like three hours or two hours. But it didn't even feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It was awesome. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk to Sydney as much as we enjoyed talking to Sydney and learning about her lacrosse journey. So thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. As always, we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. We will. Bye.